Welcome to Freedom Forgers. I'm Torque Bajato. I'm Pete Ambrosino. And today, this episode, we're going to talk about our own rights, our rights to live, our rights to have rights at all. Uh, and actually, we're going to speak about the price of infringing the right to be an art. Something that we know it's very important to not only Americans, but to the whole world. Right, Pete? Yeah, no question, man. It's 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 like that that can of worms is being opened right now in front of everybody's eyes, and that's what we've got to get get a handle on and and um, actually do something about it, right? Now we have to, especially when we have politicians which are treating people like they were dumb. I mean, it's kind of sad, but it's actually what's going on. We were uh, talking about that when the president of the United States addresses the people of the of America of the US and says, why do you need a serial round magazines? Why why do you need an AR fifteen? His in my opinion, I know we agree, he's insulting every educated American which has studied history, has studied the words of Benjamin Franklin of Washington, and knows the answer to that question. A question which shouldn't be there in the first place. At all. No, it shouldn't. It's not even it's not even a consideration. It's like we know why the Second Amendment is as old as it is and how and why it's been around for as long as it has been. It's to keep everything in check so that it, the people are in, in control and not the government. Absolutely. So, and there is a reason why this particular right has been under attack since, since forever. Every, every now and then, some government organizations, some lobbies, some people, some politicians have tried to Strip that power, the right away from the people so that they control them better. Just look at what happened in Burma and Sri Lanka, what's happening in Canada. They started with, we're just going to regulate the guns. We're not going to take them away. Then we're going right. to do checks. Then we're going to, I mean, we, you can have guns except these bad looking black uh, military rifles. And then also semi auto, then the lever action. <laughs> I mean, we're going to get to that. Now it's, what, what's left? Um, it's, Handguns are getting banned. Yeah, handguns are banned now. And then also a five rounds magazines. Most you can have. It's, it's almost like if you were a professional boxer and you've never kicked box before in your life. And all of a sudden the rules just changed and say, hey, you know what? The other guy can have his have his hands up. You were, you were going to tie your hands behind your back and then go in that ring. Now figure it out. Yeah, it's going to be like, yo, it's up to you. Yeah. It's like, wait, wait a minute. Well, how, how does that work? How, how can that even be? How can that even be possible? I mean, people are furious right now, man. They're furious. Yeah, I, I feel them. And there is a good reason for that. We all know everybody, every single one of which has studied history knows this phrase, which I'm, uh, which I really like, which says, whenever the government wants to take away the guns from the people, it's because it's going to do something for which the people are going to shoot it. So, um, yeah, I think that's really what's going on. When, when you take away the right to defend your rights, your life, your family, yep. it's over, man. If Say, if me and you were to have a discussion uh, on, on a topic, and I were to yep. say, uh, I like green. You say, I, I like white. White is my favorite color. And I were to say, uh, what? white is not a color. So, but... Anyway, and you were going to say, yeah, no, white, it's, it's a color, it's the best one. I'd say, no, it's not. Then you take out a Glock 17, point in my head and say, white is my favorite color. And I am an arm. I would be like, absolutely, white, oh my God, white is the best color ever in the best whole world. Right. I'm going to go call my friends and say, hey, do you know white is the best color you've ever seen? That's how it's going to go down. You're not going not gonna to say, no, it's not, because uh, you fear for your life. But if... I have a weapon too. Now, things are very different. So it's the same thing about the government. It's the same thing. And, and you know what? Going back to, I know, I know a couple episodes back, we talked about the, free, the freedom of speech piece. Yep. And it's, it's, everyone's afraid to talk about it right now. Everyone's afraid to say what it really means. And if you, if you do speak about it, we're going to, you know, eliminate you from whatever social media platform and you're going to get canceled because you're not thinking the way we are. Well, you know what? There's a lot of Americans that think the way we do. 
there's a lot of Americans that there's a lot of good guys with guns out there, which should have prevented the school thing, the school shooting, for example, you know, think about what, what prevented airplane hijacks, not knowing who the good guy with the gun is on the plane. Hmm. You don't hear about airplane hijacks anymore, do you? Yeah. I mean, we all know how it works. So it's a thing of the past because they because now there's 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 air marshals yep and you don't know where they sit i know a couple of them personally man these guys man <laughs> you don't want to you don't want to stand up on a plane with a gun with one of these guys in the back seat there's no way game over brother and it's the same way with the with the school piece you know it's like okay if there was a retired vet retired cop or something like that in that school that actually was, and I think they had one, and he just wasn't in that day. Hmm. That's the other shame. But the point is, is that when when that person's there, chances of that all happening is slim to none. And now you're going to say, okay, for that same reason, we're going to take away your gun rights because we don't think you should have something that can shoot 30 rounds. Yeah, it's just terrible. It's the thing I said before, uh, before the episode, remember when I said there are three different people which made up, uh, make up nations. It's the government, the criminals, and the people themselves. Right. Two of them always have guns and weapons, which is the government and the criminals. What about and, the people? What about the good guys? What about the families? Why the should we strip them of the rights? Right. The good guys listen to the law. The law is, you know, the, yeah, the law criminals is don't. Criminals <laughs> don't listen. What law, what law is passed to stop a, a, a shooting? Show me what law stopped a shooting. Yeah, just look at Africa or Asia or the terrorist organizations. I mean, the Boko Haram in Nigeria doesn't give a damn about the gun laws in Nigeria. I mean, they're terrorist organizations, so much for that. So when you plan to shoot someone, what do you care about getting a gun on black market? And it's 2022. It's all too easy. So it doesn't make sense. And if we look at mass shootings, and we have a, a lot of talk about that, a lot of times, oftentimes, it happens in gun-free zones, schools, cinemas, concerts, where the bad guys know that there is a lot of people, but no guns. They have them. People don't. So if somebody starts shooting and, and bullets start flying, what are you going to do? Are you going to shoot magical bullets out of your finger? Are you going to yell profanities? Uh, you're just going to stand there. It's like a wolf in front of a hundred sheep, no shepherd. Yep. Yep. It's a barrel. It's shooting fish in a barrel. It's it's so bad, and that's where and that's what I don't understand. What the, you know, why does why do they need so much control? What's the end game? What's the end? What's the end reason? Right. That's the th that's the mystery. It's like what where are you taking society? Where do you where do you want to see society? Do you see it as, hey, if we're we're unarmed, then we now are more conforming or we're more, we listen better. I, I, you know, I don't see that. Yeah. It's, it's a tough picture to, to see. Because uh, I think it goes beyond what a normal, by normal, I mean, a people whose normal insane values can understand. It's that at the end of the day, governments and lobbies and organizations, international, transnational, they're all built by people, people which have very tangible fears and ideals and, and desires. But when these desires, when these ideals are corrupted and they want to reach whatever they want to, not caring about the people that they're in their way, that's when tyrants are born. So my power, my pleasures are on top of your wellness, on top of your rights. If we look at history, we always have stories of people going and, and you know, reaching power and not wanting to let go. And the more power they have, the more power they want. And what is in the way of men and their path to power? People. People and their freedom. So if you take away that freedom and the people, they have no limits. So when you have people like, I was looking at the, the video of uh, Noah, uh, Yuval Noah Harari, which is one of the consultants of Klaus Schwab, the World Economic Forum. And in the interview, he said, when well, they questioned him, they said, uh, so what do you think, uh, what, what's, what should we do in the future with the people? And he said, it's not about what we should do with the people, but what we should do with these many people. 
too many people. And he said, we should keep them happy with drugs and video games. Drugs and video games. <laughs> so I looked at video once, twice, three times, four times. I sat back and said, hold on a minute. So you're saying that with all that untapped potential of having billions of people that could cooperate, walk together, live together, and build a better world, you're saying that we should just drug them? That's your answer? Really? That's the answer. Yeah. But if you have people drugged in front of video games, junk food, uh, Pornhub, all day, no weapons, I mean, it's over, man. It is. And you know what? Couple that with the new, uh, I don't know if we talked about this before, the, the metaverse with the virtual reality piece. Yeah. If, if, if all of a sudden half of the United States is thrown on a set of goggles living in an alter, alternate world, they've checked out of society. They're now, I mean, what, what could you possibly be contributing to other than having conversation with others in that world and communication, right? That would be the only productive thing I could think that can come out of it is, you know, we could be in the same, call it virtual room together and talk. But in reality, we've checked out. We're not there. You know, then the matrix, right. the matrix, you're, now you're in the matrix. The metaverse, it's a tool. It can be a great tool if we use it to empower and to that's, work that's on right. real life. So, uh, so uh, just like now, we are in two different parts of the world. We are doing this podcast together. So internet can be an amazing tool. And so is the metaverse. But the metaverse is just like a hammer. You can use it to hammer nails and build a house or hammer heads and kill people. It's just on how you use it. But when you use, use it to plug people into a world in which you sell to them that you can be whatever you want there. You, in real life, you're a miserable, uh, 500 pounds, drugged, sad, uh, divorced, whatever, uh, man, but in the metaverse, you are uh, six feet two, very fit, billionaire with superpowers, yep. superhero, Absolutely. and it's you're destroying people. Yep, that's because there's there's no path to feeling better in life because you're not you're literally checked out. You're not there, and it's a way. It's just like going to see a movie. A movie is a way to escape. You're literally escaping your world for the two or four hours, whatever the length of the movie is, unless you're learning something, but you're literally checked out because now you're in right. that movie. And it's the power of that. I mean, it's, it's, it's why they call it television programming, right? Yeah. It's a program that's on TV. It's like, it's what we want to, what we aspire to be or what they think that you want to be and is what they give. Right, they're programming, like you said, they're programming people. Uh, if we go back to the thing you mentioned, the school shooting. Now, this is a very hard topic, a very difficult one. But I think we have to address it because people are being laid by the nose. They're just um, making fun of people's minds. And that's now what I believe is that whatever. Now, first of all, I know we already talked about it. We, I know we agree. This is not a coincidence. And oh, we, we should already, you know, hear the bell ring and say, oh, oh hold on. The timing is all too perfect. School shootings right before this meeting. See the other the other piece I forgot to bring up to you when we were talking about it earlier. <clears throat> I don't know what the number is, but do you know how many shootings happened the same day or the same weekend in Chicago, for example? How many poor families suffered losing their loved ones in the city of Chicago from a shooting? Never made any of the news. Nobody knows who the names are. The school got the got the attention because they use it. It's instrumentalized. Now there is a very big red flag. Now I didn't tell you that. I forgot that too, Pete. Uh, I was looking at the interviews about the, the people, about the parents of the kids that were killed. And now this happened. Now hold on, because this is very weird. But on say CNN or whatever, in another media station, I don't remember the names, but there was this guy crying about uh, the fact that. His daughter died. But now, first of all, the reaction was like a C-grade movie. Uh, it's, it wasn't, I, I don't know, I didn't feel real at all. I looked at it and was like, man, if, if they killed my daughter, this would be my reaction? What the hell, no. 
Uh, oh, you're saying you're saying because the guy was sitting there so calm. I think I saw what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, it was so calm. He was showing a picture and said she wanted to be the best, but whatever. I mean, if they kill my daughter, I wouldn't be even be able to talk. I couldn't have even been on that interview if that happened to me. Exactly. Now, here's been. the thing. Now, hold on. Not only in that interview, he showed a picture of the girl saying that it killed her and he was sad, but like you said, I wouldn't be there. I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't go and give an interview. Now, in another media station, there was another interview with a man speaking about that he lost his daughter. And Pete, he showed the same picture of the same girl. Get out. It's incredible. And two very different people. Now, one is a Caucasian male, like in his 30s. The other one is like Mexican guy in his 40s. It's same exact picture of the girl. I looked uh, at it side by side, the interviews, and I said, something is wrong. Something is going on. This can't be real. Uh, it's it's all too bad. And, and and I think that's already a very major point in which we have to stop and say, what's going on? Did he have any emotion towards his daughter? Or he was just holding the picture just like the other guy? No, man. It was just the same. I'm like, what? <laughs> Either people don't have emotions anymore or it's... It's incredible. But, you know, they have to... I, you know what, Pete? What I think is that if that... I think it shouldn't happen. I think it did happen. Some people yeah. say it didn't. Uh, it's it's uh, very... It's a muddy water. It's hard to see. It's hard to tell. But anyway, I think it did happen. But they may didn't have the people to interview, so they hired actors, crisis actors, to build up the situation. Now, why would they do it if not... They have. Um, they want to do something. They're yeah, instrumentalizing we've seen, them. We've seen that before in the border crossing, and the people that were marching in the caravans. Yeah, they're the same people. I mean, you're telling me you just walked two thousand miles in flip flops, and you know, and made it to this area. You know what I mean? It just didn't make any sense. And they and they saw that there were the same actors or the same yeah. people. That bust in. I mean, it's the same staging. There's no question. It's a big I mean, And you can't, you cannot diminish the effect of what happened in any way, shape or form. But when you put somebody up there like that and you, and you just lost their daughter and they're just talking in a very matter of fact way, even though the shooter is dead, it's like, no, you know what? It's not possible. It's not possible, man, because you just lost a family member you're not in this you're not in, in you're not interviewable you couldn't put a it's microphone impossible. not even if we're some kind of green bread special forces train it's impossible there's you can no just get just yeah no i mean it's, 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 it's there's no way i agree with you man that that you know what i never thought about that until i didn't actually see that distinction between those two interviews but that's i didn't put that together it's just crazy and we have to do something um a bit about the shooting itself. Now, let's say it happened just like they said, in every single detail. Now, let's give them credit for that. But why are they speaking about the trigger, not the hand that pulled the trigger? Why are they speaking about the weapon, the tool? It's, I've read this, uh, this post which said, so hold on, if weapons are a problem, all right, so if we want to fix gun violence, we just take away the guns. If we want to fix accidents, car accidents, we just take away the cars. If we want to fix rape, we're just going to go and cut, you know, old man's uh, genesis. Right. Uh, right. But does it work that way? No. It doesn't. No, it doesn't. Let's no, say, doesn't. This, for example, if let's just say all of the guns just evaporate from the United States. They're just gone. They're, let's just pretend they're gone. Hmm. Do you think that the criminals or the people that want to get somebody are going to come up with some other method of, you know, creating a bomb, creating a, a better, you know, version of some type of deviant weapon. I mean, there's so many more other, there's so many other ways to do it. It's the intention behind it. And it's the mind and the mental state of the person that wants to inflict harm on somebody else. It's not, you know, that's, that's where it's, it just, it's, it's insult. That's, that's the insulting part. When the president comes on and starts talking about the guns are the problem and why do you need a 30 round magazine mm -hmm. because i don't feel like loading my gun that much i'd rather it all be loaded right it's like why you know that's the re there's a reason you want a reason there it is it's like i, I don't have to keep loading one at a time yeah when he said it's that uh if i were there i, I, I would have said you are the reason 
you are the reason. You, you, this government is the reason. Uh, because when we have governments which make fun of people and are actively killing their rights. Now, this is the reason. Let's look at what happened in the last two years. This is the reason we need them. Because what if the Americans did have guns? God knows what could have happened less. That's true. They were they were surprised at at how fast everyone fell in line and listened and locked themselves down. Right? That was a surprise. They they even commented on it. I can't believe it was that easy. All we did was put the put the message on TV to stay home, right? Yeah. And here's 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 the other the, the other thing I was just thinking of. It's like the 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 gun being the the weapon it's not a matter of let me give you a for instance i was just at a at a, a competition at the gun range over the weekend i told you a little bit about that there was a guy dude dude had to be six foot five beard down to here zz top looking guy just a, just a guy that you you know you kind of want you knew he was ex-military and you knew you you wanted him on your team if something went down right he comes in with a single shot winchester with iron sights my man is shooting one at a time 30 yards away and i'm talking nailing the target one shot Slow, slow reaction reload. No magazine, just an old windshield, an old school, right? Mm -hmm. And this guy's younger than me. So don't tell me it's a matter of the gun being, having the magazine. It's the accuracy and how good the shooter is as to whether he's going to get his outcome or not. Right? You can be just as good with a, you know, a revolver. And that you have to sit and reload all six shots. Doesn't matter the gun, right? Yeah, you can make a difference. Of course, it makes a difference in, in technical meanings, but it's <laughs> but, not it's not the problem. The problem is that when you have a population with a lot of people which have violent tendencies, you have to do something. You have to help these people. You have to stop selling them junk food and drugs. You have to stop intoxicating the American people. There's a lot of American people are intoxicated right now. They're sick. They're they're hurt. They're they need oh, help. They oh. don't need they, you take their weapons away. They don't need to be uh, told that they are the problem. They're not the problem. They need help. And uh, I think that's the same thing that happened with that boy, which have done the school shooting. He needed help before. He didn't need. Wait. He didn't need a police force to hunt him down later. Of course, it's necessary when these things happen. But yeah. he needed help. But if we are too busy spending millions and funding weapons to Western countries, like <coughs> Ukraine, <laughs> and, uh, uh, <laughs> and we're too busy spending millions on campaigns and funding organizations which are all too interesting take away, in taking away the Second Amendment, all that money could have been spent on educating people, on going school to school and educating children on gun safety, educating people on... Uh, you're, if we build a society built in competition and aggressiveness, we all know what's happening. But what if we tell people that business, it's not about competing and being better than others. It's about being better for yourself. But all of that needs money and time, but it doesn't break the news, right? Yeah. And, and you know what? And using it, I mean, money is a tool. It can be used as a, it can be used as a weapon. But, you know, the need for power and money to do bad things is the real core of what's happening right now. Because all you gotta do is follow the money in in the, the whole Ukraine thing, you follow know. The money. Follow the money with uh you know with the uh, you know that was the other thing too. Did you see the interview of the grand the grandfather of the kid who just lost his wife because the kid shot his wife? He no, shot his own grandmother. Oh my God. Again, now that you're, now that you said that the guy was just holding up the picture of his daughter and he was coherent to have a conversation. I think the same thing happened with the grandfather. Um, he, he was there, you know, the, the, the reporter just got into his house and had some questions and he was literally calm as a cucumber, just asking, just <laughs> answering questions. His wife just got shot and killed. 
Yeah, he, she just didn't die. She was shot. I mean, it's different. It's very it's, different. I mean, it's like, man, how long were you married? I mean, you just lost your, your, your soulmate. You know what I mean? But we know why. Because they need actors. They need people. Now, I may be wrong. I don't know the truth. I don't hold the truth. But I have an idea. I have my critical thinking. I have my moral views. I have my personal compass. And all of these tools are telling me this is... I wouldn't. Uh, I would have said BS, but I'm gonna say a lie. <laughs> it's a big, big lie, and I think I'm not too far from the truth. I don't think so um, either, man. I and you know what? You said when you said we have to do something. You know what the something is? This is the something. It's talking about it. It's, we have it's to talk about it, right? Message. We got to talk about it. It's like I, you know, I'd rather do that than 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 the alternative, right? It's rather educate or empower or seek to understand first. You know why? Why would somebody want to do this? Let's talk. Let's let's have a conversation. And that's when when you when you start asking someone that let's say they have a belief that well I don't I don't believe in in semi-automatic guns. Okay. Well, what? Tell me more about that. And you, you know, being a coach, that you you want to go seven levels deep in the why. And once you go seven levels deep, the truth actually, the real reason, really comes out. Right? It's the same way here. Finding the real why behind it, and that's where that's where the motivation happens. That's where it comes out. And it's a shame. It's a shame because you know what they're gonna, you know what you know what's gonna be uncovered. I, I, I know, and I think we have the answer. When, uh, when we speak about the price of infringing the right to be arms, we, um, we know that the people are, in, are the owners of the country, of the land, as long as they have the monopoly of violence. Now, I didn't say it first. Weber said it first, and he was one of the, most, one of the biggest authorities in politics, and it's still started to this day, when we speak about politics, politics and building nations, so he said that uh, a nation is built by a community of people. Now, if I remember correctly, which now, clarify, clarify real quick, who was the person that you? Yeah, Max who, Weber. Max Weber. Max okay, Weber. Got yeah, it. and he said that a nation is uh, it's born when a community of people successfully institutionalize and control the monopoly of violence over a set territory. So if we look at the borders, just let, let's look at the borders of, of the country. They have the military. They don't have ice creams on the borders. They don't have plumbers. They have military on the borders of the countries, of the customs. Why? Because you're protecting the sovereignty of your country, of your territory. With what? With lollipops? With teddy bears? No. With AKs, AR-15s, G3s, whatever, rifles, handguns. That weapons are a tool to protect in I mean, in a good way. They can also be a tool for, for offense, for violence, and unnecessary violence. But first and foremost, weapons were built to provide food, to provide security, to, to protect, and also, well, to wage war, sadly. But uh, they're just a tool. Now, what happens is that when you take away the guns from the people, they're not the owners anymore. They're just subscribers, like to Netflix. So you pay your subscription to the United States of America, but you're not an owner anymore. The government is. The government administers and owns the company, which is the country. And you people, you families, are just subscribers. They don't need you anymore. You're just oh, like I see what you're Okay. You're yeah, batteries. So, you know, like yeah, the Matrix yeah. movie? You're just right, batteries. Right, right. I can replace you. I don't need you anymore. And you don't have any right to say what I should do or what I shouldn't do. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah, it's it's a yep. It's a difference between renting and owning. There's no question about it. It's and and you know, it, it, take it take it one step further. Think of the the nuclear arms race for God's mm. sakes, right? You know, thank God nobody's firing those things off and hoping that you know the the best is going to come out, right? It, they're there so that nothing happens. Absolutely. They're there and the ability is there. But it, the point of it is that, hey, nobody wants to press that button. Nobody wants to have that nuclear football in their hand. 
I don't believe the guy we think has the nuclear football has it. That's another, that's a whole other topic right there. But the idea is, is that they're there to keep everybody in check and to keep everybody talking and having conversation, right? It's better that way because then nobody dies. It's much better. When you have, it's like with the Japanese samurai, they wear the sword so they, they don't have to use it. Don't have to use it. Yeah, it's like yeah, the nukes are more than swords in a kind of a way. Right. You you learn martial arts. You learn how to defend yourself so that you don't ever have to use it. It's that certainty that we have that says no. You know what? I I can stand here with certainty that nothing's going to happen, and we're going to have a two way right. conversation. I can stand my ground. Yeah, I can stand my ground. That's all it's for. It's not to kill anybody. It's not to do you know do bodily harm. It's to God forbid the mental capacity of your opponent snaps. And if they snap, well, then that, that's when bad things are going to happen. Right. But that's where we have a problem. That's not the desired outcome for sure. Indeed. That's the, that's the price. You want to talk about price of losing your gun rights. Holy cow. Yeah, the price is you lose everything. Now, the example you made with the nukes. Now, let's change the equation. Now, we know that nukes are owned by... India, Pakistan, UK, France, Italy, no, Italy, it's US, um, Germany, United States. So quite a few countries have them. But let's change the equation. Let's say the only Russia had the nukes, all, only North Korea, or only United States. Every other nation would be... Uh, major disadvantage. Yeah, it would be in a major disadvantage today would be, uh, I, I would say slaves. You know? Because when it, whatever... Whatever Russia would say, they would have to do. I say you do. Because why? why? Because I have the nukes. You don't. So if you don't give me your resources, your people, your guns, whatever, I'm going to nuke you. I'm going to yep. make you, I'm going to raise you from the earth. But this can happen. Now, if we take that into our lives, the government, uh, the thing we were uh, talking about before, if I have the right to, to free speech, the right to... Uh, marry whoever I want, every right we can think of, every right that has been written by the uh, Convention in 1946 by the United Nations, now uh, 1956. So, what if the government changes its mind? Can it change its mind and says, no, you can't say whatever you want anymore. And I say, no, I want to, but they have the guns. I don't. Conversation is over. There is... Nothing to say. That's true. There was just a case. Uh, there was just a case. I forget where it was. It was. Uh, was it in Canada or California that there was somebody that was sued for not using the right pronouns, and or, or no, put it, potentially put in jail because of not using the right pronouns for this person, and they turned it into. Um, I don't know if it was sexual assault or se uh, uh, sexual harassment, really? sexual, sexual harassment or something like that, like a sexual harassment charge. Turned it into something that just because they weren't called the right pronoun, they, the, this judge locked them up. It got overturned, thankfully. But it's the idea. It's like, wait a minute. Even the I'm idea that it can happen. Yeah, that's, like that's put in jail because of your religious uh, religion ideas. Or it's, it shouldn't happen. Shouldn't happen. And that's where the, that's where that tipping point it's it, it's 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 happening right in front of us right now, gradually taking away and nipping away at the power that once they have that power, it's never going to get put in reverse. It's never going to come back. No, they're not ever. Take take the take the uh, the meeting that just happened in the World Health Organization. Mm. The, the discussion around giving the. The, the WHO, uh, some type of unilateral ability to police sovereign power. Yeah, it's like, wait a minute, How, who who would give up your right as a country to some external, you know, authority on on locking down and the and those type of police rules? It doesn't make any sense. It makes no sense. Okay, you can you can advise. We'll take your 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 action or your advice and we'll make our own decision because we're mature grown-up adults but that's the challenge right now is the mature grown-up adults have left the room i really believe it it's it's all within the education today i've read this this phrase which i liked and said 
kids, um, if you grow up kids which are not allowed to question the adults, you're going to have adults which are not going to question the authority. And yeah. um, I think that's what happened. That's what happened. People are taking for granted that authorities are right. I read this article on Forbes which said we should not use critical thinking on medical matters. We should leave that to scientists and medics. Oh, it's okay. an insult on, on the novel Morgano of Francis Bacon. It's an insult to Cartesia. It's an insult to every major thinker in history, which well, yeah. always said, use your mind. A science, it's built on a scientific method, which is critical thinking. And, it, <laughs> and science is built on question everything, right? Absolutely. Question everything. You've got to you've got to confirm your assumptions or verify your assumptions, and then when you think you've got it, verify again until if it fails. Well, you know what? Now we start over again. But you got to keep questioning until it becomes wrong. It yeah, doesn't make collaboration. sense. It's about cooperation. But uh, here's the thing that I think it's going on, and I think we really have to be very careful because even us, all of us may fall in that trap if we're not careful. Uh, mm -hmm. It's that divide et impera, uh, divide and conquer. That's uh, one of the main aspects they're building upon, uh, they're building the empire upon. Now, when I went to Berlin, remember when I, I, I think I talked to you uh, about that. When I went to Berlin, I was in the concentration camp. The guide I was, was explained to us, how is it possible that, eight, um, that 800 soldiers we're keeping in check 60,000 prisoners. And he right. said, look at this, uh, the uniforms of the, of the prisoners. See, they all have very different triangles and stars and colors. So every group had its own color. So if you were homosexual, if you were a Democrat, if you were a communist, if you were a Jew, if you were whatever, you had a different color or different combinations. So nobody got along with nobody. Because we are all prisoners, but you're a Jew. I'm a communist, I hate you, you hate me, so we're not going to get together. So, me and you could be friends because we are both communists, but hold on, what's that color in your uniform? That's, you're a homosexual? No, I don't get along with you. So, everybody was alone, and 800 soldiers could control 60,000 people. And that's what's going on right now. Trans people are against, gay people are against, heterosexual people are against, vegans against, democrats against, Whatever, everybody's fighting everybody. That's the real. That's the reality of what's going on. And it's like, okay, you can do or be or say whatever you want. the The real core of the issue is just don't infringe it or inflict it on me. It's like, okay, do what you want, but don't make me have to do something else to allow you to feel better about yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Because it's, you know, we, we all have our own stuff and we have to own our own stuff, our own challenges, our own, if it's a limitation, if it's a uh, something in the way, it's like, okay, well, okay, we have the ability to critically think and say, no, I'm going to make a change. It's just like, it's just like taking, um, you know, think of it this way, uh, find, find, um, uh, a, a Jewish person that was in a concentration camp, still alive, would you think that you could convince them to go into some type of lockdown or to give up their, you know, do you think you're going to convince them of that right now? No, because they wrote, they reached threshold. They're never going to allow it to happen to them again. And it's the same way where this can never, it can't be allowed to start. That's why freedom is so important. And we all have our own separate definition of what that, that looks like. And that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. That's what we're losing. And that's why we're here. And that's why we're, this is actually doing something about it, I feel. I, I feel that people forgot that you can walk wherever you want. You can walk right. your path. You can walk by my side. You can walk in front of me, behind me, but just don't walk on me. Don't stand don't on me. me. It, that's that's right. how it should work. So if you want to be uh, uh, whatever you want to identify with, I, I personally, I'm against identifying. Uh, when you identify and you, you identify your life 
with definition. You're building a cage, maybe golden, but you're building a cage. You're building mm. a cage on your ideas, beliefs, on your ego, but that's not a topic. Uh, but anyway, you want to identify whatever you want to say that you identify as a pencil, whatever. But it's your life and it's my life. Now, again, if we go back in history, we know that happened in the other side. So we had black people being uh, beaten up just because they were black. So we've seen that already in history. When are we going to stop? When are we going to stop, uh, uh, stop assaulting people physically, ideologically, morally, just because they're different? That's when right. are we going to learn? And I think yeah, we can no. start today. It's so we true. Really yeah, I mean, it, it needs to be because that's the, ultimately, it's like, you're right. Your identity, who you identify with, how I perceive myself, how you perceive yourself, you will, you will go to your grave defending it because it's who you are, right? It's, it, it, it's, it's, it's who you became as a result of your past experiences, right? So you don't never want to take that away from anybody, but you got to prevent any ramifications on anyone else as a result. The person, you know, let's go back to the shooter, for example. I would love to know what could have been discussed and talked about and caught with that person before they got into that place in their mind where they said, you know what, I'm going to go do this because I'm mad at the world right now because I'm seen as different or the way I think is different. You know, let me enter that conversation before it comes to that with somebody. Give me the chance to have that, that talk. Right, right. Like, what if we don't fund an organization or a plan to take away the guns? What if we fund a hotline in which you can call when you feel that you're going to assault someone, that you're going to shoot yeah. someone? You know, the fun fact is most people which have organized shootings, which are not terrorist organizations, which have their own agendas and ideas, a lot of, a lot of times they publish it in social media. They, they say to their friends, they say to their family because they feel sick, they feel bad. They want to, they want people to help them. And what does sick people do in the first place? They show people that they're sick. They show that they're not feeling well. So you have those flags, but we don't have the, the tools and the, meanings to, and the means to help these people out. They don't know where to go. They don't know where to look. And maybe the family, uh, their families are not equipped mentally and psychologically to help them, but they oh don't know God. where to go. They don't know where to go. And that's where, and that's where the real challenge is. I, I give you another example. There's a, um, a veterans organization that I just started working with and helping that, you, you know, when a, when a military person or, or a vet uh, commits suicide, pretty much our government just kind of washes their hands and that's really it. So the family doesn't get any type of benefit or any type of support after that person is gone, right? What he told me was there's a 50% chance that someone else in the family is going to do the same thing inside of 30 days. Oh God. So how, how do you drop the family on their nose after something like that happens? So he, you know, and again, do you, can you, can you try to prevent the military suicides? I mean, it's what, 22, a, 22 a day, something like that is the, is the number, right? But it's again, it's catching it. Hey, where did Joey go? Hey, we haven't seen Joey in three days. Hey, somebody needs to go look for him before he does something. You know, do you know what's going on? Somebody's got to ask the question, right? Who that somebody is, I, I would love to. I would love to be a part of, right? But it's but the the challenge is when the sink is overflowing on the floor. The solution is not to just keep mopping the floor up with a mop and bucket. The solution is to fix the pipe that's causing the leak. Right. And the pipe is in the head, not in the tool. It's right. on the hand, not on the trigger. But um, again, this is how it should go. And I know that when we speak of the government, I know that it's very easy to uh, just say it's, the government is bad. And it's not right. the government. It's some parts of the government, which... 
with their own agendas, they're uh, placing people's freedoms below their ideas, below their values. So it's not a whole government. I think there's a big part of the government which is actively trying to preserve their freedom, to help people out, and we really need to come together. We really need to come together and find a way to cooperate, to, to do something, which is, just like you said, to start to speak about it and say, hey, this is wrong. We have to do something. I was speaking with some people and with similar ideas, but they didn't know some things and they were uh, enlightened when they uh, came to know about some of the things that happened and, and start to talk about it with their friends and families. And, and it's like, it's like sun rays. It, 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 it's like what? The, it, it's like when the sun shines. Okay. And it starts to shine on more and more and many more people and the clouds start to clear up and the sky gets clearer. So the whole humanity, if they reach to a point in which we can collaborate, we can cooperate, then we don't need to talk about guns. Because no, okay. we're not going to have people which are going to think, I'm just going to go to school and just, I'm going to start shooting. Because no sane man or woman is going to do that. No. no. No matter if you give me a nuke, a flamethrower, a, a, I don't know, a 50 cal machine gun, whatever, a tank, I'm not going to do it. It's not going to cool. do it. No. And I mean, to pour, here, and here's pouring gasoline on, on the problem. Now, now drug everyone that's having potential mental issues make them kind of, you know, check out. And, and now, now they're not, they weren't thinking clearly in the beginning and now they smoke a little marijuana or something. And now it's, now it just got magnified. What's really happening. That's, that's where I, I can't wrap my mind around it, man. It just drives like me. They legal, they, handguns are legal, but drugs are getting more and more legal. Yeah. So, there's a pattern. There is something going on. That, I like the thing that you said about pouring gasoline. You know what I feel, Pete, is that they're pouring gasoline on people. And you're, you're just waiting for a spark. Waiting for the spark, yep. And uh, when it's going to happen, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough because we're not ready yet to uh, do that evolution, you know, in which nobody's going to do uh, crazy things anymore. Uh, we still have a very long way to go. But see, it comes back to that conversation with the two countries that have nuclear weapons. Mm -hmm. Because they have the nuclear weapons, they come to the negotiating table instead of pressing the button. So, so the, the pouring the gasoline, the thing that needs to be ignited is the conversation and say, look, here's what's going to stop as of today. Here's, what the, here's where the threshold is. No more of this. We need to move in this direction to find a solution because what you want is really close to what I want. The problem is the mechanics on how to get there. Right. We can find a solution if only the government starts a conversation with its people. There's the problem. We could do so much more. Like I could say, I'll tell you my view on that. Um, I feel that guns should be and always should be a right. You should own them, have them, whatever you want. I'm not maybe like full autos, grenade launchers. Maybe we can leave that to the military. Um, I love to have one. I, I I'll be honest. I'll be honest. But I understand that. I understand that even though we're reasonable, we are still humans. So That's humans right. have emotions and feelings. Maybe you had a very bad day. Maybe you've been, uh, you've you've just divorced. You lost your company. Something bad happened. And if you have weapons with massive structure like grenades. Uh, you know, maybe something bad could happen. I, I, I get that. Okay, we are humans. But uh, while I think that it should be free for everyone to buy weapons and have them with no limits on reasonable, like semi-autos and mags and ammos, because it's about keeping our freedom, right? It's 2022. We don't have muskets anymore. We have Air-15s and AKs. So we're not going to give you lever actions. That was for the Wild West 200 years ago. But say... Uh, constitutional carry. That's where things start to get a little on, you know, in the mist. Because I feel that it's just like a car. You should have the right to buy it. But if you drive it around, it's within thousands of people. Well, it's a responsibility. 
in which we all agree that you have to prove that you know how to handle a car correctly. So maybe with the guns, it can be the same. It's you're carrying a weapon within thousands of people around you. As a society, we agree that people need to prove that you are able and capable of what you're doing. This could be a great way, a great conversation, in which I would say, maybe, maybe you're right. Maybe we can find middle ground. To your point about driving a car, think of all the deaths that happen per year yeah, in auto accidents. So the answer is never, oh, we're going to take cars away from people. Right. That's not, that's it's not ever going to happen because I need it. <laughs> right. Right. And, you know, and the interesting thing is now, now the, the, uh, you know, putting your car on autopilot or having the automation in a electric car, taking the human element out of it. Right. So maybe it's safer, not sure, but the, the work, the verdict is still out on that. We don't know. Um, but the point is, is that with auto accidents, with uh, you know drug overdoses, I mean, eliminate all the drugs now because of the deaths from drugs. Well, that's not even not even possible. We can't even stop them from coming over the border right now. So it's the conversations, it's the it's the way to rationalize with. I mean, I hate to say normal thinking because there's no normal thinking because everybody has their own views, right? Yeah. But it's like common sense if, if yeah. you ask me it's it just pure sense. it's just it's not driving the problem it, it may be driving under influence that may be a problem or driving angry driving faster if you look at the statistics most accidents happen because of uh, alcohol drugs um cell phones speed limits not being respected so if we educate people not the car, it's how you drive the car. That's the point. That's where we can work. That's where we can learn. Um, and it's possible. What bugs me, Pete, it's that we're not speaking about rocket science. We're not speaking about going to Mars. I mean, it's not complicated. Right. This is not. I mean, it's. Uh, I mean, tops the Musk. If we go to Mars, I, I love that. Uh, high five to him. Really. Um, maybe I'll tell him one day. I, you know, it's it's a good idea. I like to see Mars. But I'd go we all agree that going to Mars, it's not, you know, just going to, to Pizza Hut. It's a little bit harder. But Could be a way trip. Yeah, right. But educating people, building better schools, uh, building a different culture, we can do that. We've done that before. We know how to do it. We have the tools. We have the knowledge. We have the people. So it's not a, pro it's not a point of if we know how to do it, it's if we want to. And yeah. people, there are people which don't want that. And it's, it's a very sad thing for humanity, all of it. Yeah. You know, and, and, uh, and I don't know if you and I talked about this or not, but there was a, there was a study on uh, training the military for kill shots. Hmm. You know, there was a time when guns and, and, and you would get drafted into the army. And when you were trained on the battlefield, the, the ability to fire with the intent to kill, you know, wasn't really there. And the whole desensitizing process had to happen. And once they focused on that ability to not worry about killing the other person, they increased the amount of headshots that happened in the military just on that one distinction. And it's the desensitizing, you talked about video games. Mm -hmm. It's all these, all these video, the, the violence in video games. It's like, if, man, if I spend, you know, six hours a day in a video game shooting people and blood and guts is flying all over the place. Well, if I see that in real life, it's really not going to phase me too much. Yeah, would it? it makes no difference to my mind. I'm already killing people like GTA. Now, I know I'm going to piss off a lot of people by saying this, but I think that a game like GTA, Grand of Auto, like 5, 4, whatever, should be legal. I mean, you're teaching people to be criminals, to kill innocents. You're telling kids that it's fun to drive over people and shoot them? Where is the Doesn't fun in that? I mean, hey, hey, I, I started playing violent video games when I was four. Okay? Uh, Halo, Call of Duty. Uh, my first uh, war movie was Private Ryan. I, I was five years old. Now, 
uh, my parents didn't agree with that. It, it would that it, long story. They did, they didn't want me to, but this other person with with me didn't know that. Anyway, uh, so I know what it's like. I like those games, but I don't like to be criminal. I play. I usually play games in which I may be a good soldier. I know that it's a very complicated topic to speak of a good soldier, bad soldier, war. But anyway, games which tell you that you're not killing innocents. Okay. Um, you're not going around driving and hooking a prostitute and then killing her in the back of the car. Is that a game? For real? How, how is it impossible? So it's not about violent video games. It's also about that. I mean, I think, Peter, if we place a kid in front of a uh, PlayStation for eight hours a day playing Battlefield when he's five, maybe it's not going to do good to him. Um, but there is balance. There is a balance we can achieve, and balance—it's not about the thing you say. It's not about plugging people into the metaverse, in which the best you can do is hoping not to get raped in the metaverse. Like it's happening already. Yeah. No. No question. No question about it. Um, so, um, it, it, and, it, and it again again begs the question. What do we do? How do you counteract the reprogramming of our kids? Now our kids are programmed to be afraid of the person that's coming on the other side of the sidewalk and, and I got to put my mask up. It's like an almost, it's almost a, a, a knee-jerk reaction. Drives me crazy, man. It's like I'm, now, I'm, now I'm a threat to your well-being in your airspace and you're going to put a, you're going to put a mask up. It's like, wait a minute. That never was that way. It shouldn't be. It shouldn't be. Really? It, it really shouldn't be. And to, as we're reaching the end of the episode, I, I think by your question, what can we do? Now, the yeah. first thing I think we can do is first be aware that hell no, I'm not giving away my guns just to say clearly, no, it's not happening. Because if I do it, if you do it, if everybody else does it, the government has no way. Well, the, again, not the government as a whole. Um, parts of the government are not going to be able to take away your rights. So if we stand together and say, no, we have a voice. And we have the means to protect your voice today. Because when we talk, we have guns. But if we talk and we don't have guns anymore, it's over. So we have to be very careful that's, I think, the first thing we can do. And second is to be very careful. Uh, now, it's a broader subject, but since you brought it up, be very careful about what we're teaching to our kids. We have to be... Very careful about what we're about teaching. what we're teaching to our kids. We have yeah. to be very, very, very careful what we're letting other people teach our kids too. Because if we're sending them to school, and their teachers are saying to them that guns are bad, that uh, you don't need them, or maybe telling that uh, uh, you're not who you think you are. But a lot of things can can happen. It's it's about protecting, you know. Uh, yeah, because here, here's the here's the thing: if you ask any parent that you would, the ultimate outcome for when my kids, your kids, get out of school is they should be able to survive in our world, be a productive member of society, whatever that looks like for them, without mom and dad. God forbid we leave this planet. So school should be preparing them for life, being able to distinguish between good and bad and evil, right? Be able to make good decisions, you know, be, just be able to make a decision for God's sakes and live with the consequences. That's it. Just think about that. You know, you got to make choices, make good ones and be able to have that, like you said, critical thinking skill to be able to deduct and be able to, while we're here, be able to review, Hey dad, Hey mom, I thought of this, 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 and this, and here's the consequences for that. Here's the benefits of this. And this is what I came to. What do you think? It would be amazing. When I see that, amazing? I see that, it's amazing. I mean, it's 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 not, and that, and again, it's not hard. It's, it's not, not. That's it's not. not. 
rocket science. That doesn't re require much thought that if the outcome, if that's the outcome, let's work towards that outcome. That my kids, your kids, are going to make good decisions for themselves and for their future. You know, whether they go to college, whether they go not to go to college and they become business owners, whether they stay in the country or move out of the country, whether they want to play the guitar and be a musician and what that looks like and what is going to pay the bills in the meantime. Let's have that discussion. Yeah. And, it, and you know what I think is great? It's that that's another thing we can do. We can all realize that it's possible. When we speak about this topic, I've come across a lot of people which say, Hey, you know what? You're right. I feel the same way, but I think it's not just going to happen. It's not going to happen. We're not going to change yeah. society. Now, what yeah. I'm going to say to everyone is that we can do it. And why? I'm not saying this just because it's me, Torque, saying that we can do it, or me and you, Pete, saying that we can do it. It's because let's look at what we've done in technology. By technology, I mean uh, physical technology, but also social technology. Uh, we're building laser-guiding rockets. So, but... From how long did we have that technology? 20 years, 40 years, 50 years? But let's talk about the technology, about educating people. We have books which have been written 500 years ago, 1,000 years ago, 3,000 years ago, which is still relevant today. And man, the things we're talking about today, they're very similar to the things we can find in those 2,000 years old books. So if, we have, if we've had this knowledge since 2,000 years, I know we can. It's not about a matter of if we can, but if we want to. And if we, we want can to. start today within our own lives. So in our, in our little, <laughs> which is not little, uh, world and life, uh, next time we speak with someone and uh, we feel that we're different from them because we identify with something different than they identify with. We don't play that game. We don't play the game of uh, I'm right or wrong or vice versa. No, uh, it's no. we we can play a different game in which it's okay. Uh, you're good. I'm I'm good. You're okay. I'm okay. And how is this possible? If you have a weapon, I have a weapon. Otherwise, we already know that. Uh, a man. I don't know uh, how was it, but I remember that it's like uh, a man uh, with. Yeah, it was a man with a pistol versus a man with a rifle, a man with a pistol is a dead man. Um, I changed it into a man with no pistol versus a man with a pistol. Oh my God, absolutely. Here's another thing. What can be done? We, yes, we need to talk about it. That's what we're doing, right? Do we get involved in, on the local level and get involved in the local meetings, get off the couch, stop yelling at the TV, and go and and just go and listen and seek to understand. Third act. And when you right. there's right. there is the that's putting boots on the ground and saying, okay, you know what? I'm not going to go out and incite violence because that just makes it and compounds it worse. Yep. What I'm going to do is go get involved and see where all this is brewing on a local level. I'm doing the same thing where I am. I'm getting involved. I'm going out and learning, seeing, you know, hey, I live in Florida. You think it's the freest state in the world right now? Well, yeah, kind of, but it's it's still under under a threat right it's now. There's attack. still it's under, I mean, we got a big target on our butts right now. Are you kidding me? So we have to, we have to really be involved and you know, not a show of force but a show of concern and to say, hey, I'm here to help you. I understand your position. Here's mine. Right. A show of awareness in which we yeah. can say that the fact that I have a weapon doesn't mean I'm going to use it. It means That's that right. I have the power to. It means that I have the freedom to. It doesn't mean I'm going to do it. Uh, it's the fact that I have a car. Right. Yeah, a the fact that I have a car doesn't mean I'm going to just run over people. It doesn't automatically make me a madman. So... It's the same. It's the exact same. So I think that's what, what you said. What can we do? We can get involved in a local level, like you said. We can be more careful about what we do and what we say. We can go and buy an AR-15 and say, this is my second amendment. I'm going to exercise it. I'm going to go and buy a nice Daniel Defense, <laughs> uh, some mags, and exercise with it. Because if we are knowledgeable, uh, just to... Uh, 
add this. You know when you meet people, you look them in their eyes, and you can tell if they know how to defend themselves or not. You can tell by their eyes. You look at them, you see them, that they feel comfortable. They're not going to be aggressive. But when you speak to aggressive people, you look in their eyes and you see fear. Mm-hmm. That's the difference. If That's we have fearful people, they're going to become aggressive, just like a rabbit in a box. But if you have tigers, tigers, you look in their eyes, they're calm. They know that they are a thousand pounds, they're, uh, they have fangs, they're fast, they're strong. They don't need to prove it. They know that. And we can do the same. Yep, 100%. I agree, man. This was good, man. This yep. was really good. I think we have a start. Uh, we, we know where to go. We know what to do. We have, just have to choose to be the tiger every day. We, it, to it's be. a decision. It's a commitment. It what am I going to be today? A rabbit or a tiger? Yeah. Yeah, I love the I love the expression lions, not sheep. Right. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's awesome. I think we really have, like I said, a great start on we can work on something that we can work on. And Pete, like, like always, it's a huge pleasure to record this podcast with you. And I think we're gonna be there very soon. Yeah, man, I love the time spent. There's no question, man. I, I love that. Uh, love that you're heading over this way too. Yep, yep. We're gonna be there very, very soon. So, I think that's it for today, for the episode today, and we're gonna uh, be here again on the next episode of Freedom Forgers. Until next time. Yep. Have a great day.